Welcome to Rama for Today. But see, he'll fight you to get you. See, he asked me twice. I, I caught on to a little clue that I really knew in a way, but I hadn't, didn't see it as clear. He tried to get me into the thought realm. He tried to, that Satan tried to pull me into the arena of thought. You don't think that old devil ever be saved, do you? And that's exactly where a lot of people try to solve all of their spiritual problems, including prayer and everything else, is in the, up here with this bone. You know what I mean? And they get all confused, you see. And they're worried to death. They got a frown on the face. But here from your, from your spirit, your heart is your spirit, your innermost being, way down in the very depth of your being, you believe God's word, just shut your mind off, don't think about it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Prayer Series, Volume 6, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. If you're expecting just prayer, in other words, to do it, it won't work. Just like this, if you was expecting your hand to unlock that car door, it won't do it. It has to have a key in it. Are you following me? You see, I think sometimes we think we can move God with our prayers and our tears and our fastings, but you can't. God don't ever change. He's the same always. You come according to his word and use the key and it works. And I saw in a flash there over this 15-year period how that I'd fasted and prayed, but it's all an unbelief and didn't work. He'd gotten worse instead of better. But I rose up off of the bed that day. Something, someone just seemed to challenge me that if it'll work for him, it'll work for anybody. And I knew it would. I remember I rose up. I didn't know where he was exactly, but I rose up with my Bible in my hand. And I lifted that Bible with this hand and just lifted, no, I had by my right hand and lifted my other hand and said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you foul devil, demon of hell and spirits that bind my brother's soul, I bind you in Jesus' name. And I claim his deliverance and salvation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, I knew in my spirit I was just full of joy. I knew that it was just as good as done. I laid my Bible down, went out of the room of whistling and a singing, went on about my business, closed that meeting out, went by home, stayed a couple of days, closed on Sunday night, drove home after church, and on Wednesday drove up to Vernon, Texas, and began a revival. Well, I was there about ten days, and it had been, oh, maybe a couple of weeks or more, since I'd done that, and I, uh, well, first I was there about eight days, so as I, I started into my bedroom, just off the living room, started across the living room, I, I, I can't ever remember having an experience just like that before or since. It's a peculiar experience. And just as I walked, uh, stepped uh, really into the living room, to go across the living room, and uh, into the door, and went to my bedroom, it was just as real to me, and I knew it as the devil. I, I just seemed to hear a voice say to me, Oh, come on now. You don't really think an old dub will ever be saved, do you? And I stopped dead and still in my tracks and started to debate it a moment in my head and then just shut my mind off. Once I said the thing, I'll never touch it in thought life. Don't ever think about it. If you're tempted to think about it, repent of it. It's in the hands of him. 
Are you hearing me? And I just shut my mind off and I wouldn't even think about it. And then from away down here on the inside of me, I know it's out of my spirit, I just started laughing. I knew it was a laughing away down in here. And it just sort of bubbled up, you know, and it came out my mouth and I laughed out loud. And then I said, no, Mr. Devil, I don't think he'll be saved. I have never thought that he would be saved. I know it. Because, you see, I took the name of Jesus and broke your power over his life and claimed his deliverance. To me, that settled it. I went on in my room. Now, two days afterwards, at the very hour and the very spot, as I started to cross that room again, I, I heard it again. The voice sounded a little more slurring this time and said, Oh, come on now. You don't really believe old Dub will ever be saved or think that old Dub will ever be saved, do you? And I stopped dead still in my tracks again, and I began to debate it just a moment in my mind, and I just shut my mind to it. And again, I had the same experience. I started to laugh at way down in here, and it just sort of bubbled up on the inside of me until it came out of my mouth. And then I said, no, Mr. Devil, I don't think you'll be saved. I'd never thought that. I know it. You see, I took the name of Jesus and broke your power over his life and claimed his deliverance and salvation. Now, that happened on Tuesday and then again on Thursday. I thought about it no more. The next week then, you see, after following Sunday, I got a letter from my wife on Tuesday. And in the letter she said, Dub was saved Sunday night down there in Dallas. And I wrote back to well, the very same day and said, I've been anointed for two or three weeks. <laughs> Praise God. No, no news to me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Now, uh, I want you to get something there now, because you can learn a lesson, if you will. That name belongs to you, too. And uh, the, uh, that name has authority on earth. And you have a right to use that name, just as much as I or anyone else. But I want you to notice something. If the devil can hold you in the thought arena, he'll whip you. If you'll hold him in the arena of faith, he's defeated. Fight the good fight of faith. Your adversary, Peter said, the devil walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith. Didn't he? Whom resist steadfast in the faith, in your faith. See, you have to believe in your heart with your spirit that what the word says about Jesus is true what the word says about the devil is true you have authority over him in the name of Jesus but see he'll fight you to get you see he asked me twice I, I caught on to a little clue that I really knew in a way but I hadn't didn't see it as clear he tried to get me into the thought realm he tried to that Satan tried to pull me into the arena of thought you don't think that old double ever be saved do you and that's exactly where a lot of people try to solve all of their spiritual problems, including prayer and everything else, is in the, up here with this bone. You know what I mean? And they get all confused, you see. And they're worried to death. They got a frown on their face. But here from your, from your spirit, your heart is your spirit, your innermost being, way down in the very depth of your being, you believe God's word and just shut your mind off. Don't think about it. Act from the inside of you, from your heart. See, that goes back to exactly the teaching we gave to begin with where Jesus said, whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart. 
but believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He'll have whatsoever he says. Same principle involved. Don't you see that? Can't you see that? Yeah, Praise the Lord. I was preaching then that same year in Fort Arthur, Texas, in the First Assembly of God. We had day services like this. Actually, we had a sort of a union meeting there, and people coming in from uh, all churches, buildings full, and many things were happening. We had 80-some-odd filled with the Holy Ghost, and over 100 responded to the altar call for salvation. Some, many of them were backsliders, and many, many healings. And I remember teaching one time there the, uh, in one of the classes, and I remember this lady, because she was introduced to me, she's a Methodist lady. And I remember she said to me, she thanked me, she said, Brother Hagin, uh, thank you so much for the Word of God and the Bible lessons. She said, I have been sick for 20 years. I've never been able to do my own work. I have been able to get up in the morning and cook breakfast my husband for 20 years. She was a woman, I'd say, near between 45 and 50 years. It's hard to tell how old these ladies are anymore, you know what? Because some of these 50-year-old ladies actually look like they're about 35, you know, or 32 at the most. And uh, it's difficult. But I know she has to be up close to that because she's been married for so many years. And she had uh, been able to, uh, she has two grown daughters. She had been able to do her own housework. And, and the doctors had been able to help her. And, and she had been to uh, uh, different healing meetings. Uh, different ones. In fact, everybody in these days and in those days in 1952 here in America who prayed for the sick all the large healing meetings and no insinuation because God uses them and many are healed but had failed to receive healing and said you've taught me uh, what to do well I went my way and sometime later some months later I received a letter from this lady and she sent me an offering you know she said brother again I want to have a part and I'll give you a testimony because she gave it first. And then at the end she said, I want to have a part in helping someone else to be helped like I have. Getting the light to someone else. And so I believe she included a $40 offer. It said, this will help you to get the light to others. Now she said, uh, I thank you so much for bringing the word. She reminded me again that she'd been in all the healing meetings here in America and failed to receive healing. But she said, you know, you taught me the word. I did not know first the importance of the word of God as I know it now. Neither did I know the importance of the name of Jesus and that I could use that name. Now she said in the privacy of my own home, I did just what you said. I looked up these scriptures. I went over them. I took notes on them that you gave. And right here in the privacy of my own home, I just lifted my Bible to heaven like you did and my hand to heaven and said, Satan, you who have bound my body for these years, I break your power over my life and my physical body and claim my deliverance and my healing. And she said, and now then's when I knew how old you were. <laughs> I'm 47 years old. And she said, I, uh, I, for the first time in 20 years or more, I'm doing all my own housework. I get up, cook breakfast for my husband every morning, get him off to work. And I never felt any better. I waited these months. I did this months ago, but it's after six or seven months, I'm still healed and still well. And she said, I have that vigor and vitality of a teenager. I never felt this good since I was 16. I'm just full of life. Oh, glory. Then she said, my husband has never been saved. Now he's a fine man, good man, good husband. We love one another, he's a good provider. But he'd never been saved. And he wouldn't go to church with me. 
and a home divided, you know, just not good. She said, you know, right here in the privacy of my own home, I took the Bible in one hand, lift my other hand to heaven, and I said in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I break the power of the devil over my husband and claim his deliverance and salvation. She said, I want you to know it worked like magic for me. It worked like magic. Overnight, he became a new creature. And I want to tell you, she said, we're the happiest we've ever been in our lifetime. I want to thank you again for the word. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith, a Rama classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's DVD entitled The Anointing Breaks the Chains. And finally, Kenneth E. Hagan's slimline book, Right and Wrong Thinking. All three resources are for the special price of $23.90. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can go to rhema.org and find out anything. Now, you can go and order this special that we have, but you can go to our bookstore there and find all all of our products, everything we've got. That's right. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his powerful series. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.